Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN broadcasting live from the new E&B Granite Studio at the Centene Community Ice Center. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Blues analyst Joey Vitale on 101 ESPN. Joey, how you doing today, my friend? Boys, what's going on? I tell you what, I'm doing all right. It's got a couple pints of the blueberries down at the market down the street. Blueberries are hot right now. They're nice and sweet. <laughs> go get the blueberries. Yeah, they are hot right now. I picked up a few yesterday. And now, now, how do you eat them, right? Do you just eat them like normal or do you do anything fancy to them? Like, see, my, my go-to is we wash them off and we put them in a bowl, sprinkle a little sugar on top, you know, let it sit mm. for a while and then just go to town. Yeah. You know, I think the, the sugar thing always to me depends on where they're at in the season. I mean, right now you can get these blueberries and you can pop them in and they're, and they're, they're basically like, like candy. And so we're just kind of doing that thing. My kids like to freeze them for about 20 minutes that kind of gives them a little a little char a little bite to them which is always nice but you know blueberries tomatoes guys i always say you look at these recipes with blueberries and tomatoes tomatoes especially you know uh, you gotta you gotta try the tomato every tomato is different every season is different and uh, when they're harvested when they're harvested how they're harvested what region they're harvested so you always got to taste them if they need a little sugar you gotta add a little sugar jamie i'm all i'm all for that all right. We did some grilled portobello uh, burgers the other night with uh, some tomatoes on the top. Oh, yeah, real, real tasty. Uh, Joey yes, Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN. All right, Joey, the big news in the NHL today is the Seattle franchise, the expansion franchise, officially getting its name. They are going to be known as the Seattle Kraken. What was your opinion whenever you first heard the name? Seattle Kraken going to be the new expansion franchise up in Seattle. Yeah, I heard that, guys. You know, my, my first initial reaction, I started kind of cracking up um, a little bit. Oh! oh! <laughs> well played. See what I did? I well played, Brett. Well we played, call, Joey the Baker. Listen, boys, in this business, we call that a play on words, fellas. Play on words. <laughs> Write that down, PK. Um, no, listen, I, you know, I think it was cool. I think it's a good timing, uh, certainly, to release it. Not that hockey news is getting a little stale, but we you know you're a week in the camp. We still got a little week to go. I think the timing of it is certainly cool. I love the color scheme. I think the color scheme is really nice. You know, I'm not sure. Uh, you look at the Golden Knights and how the Kraken. I just feel like all these owners have been going to like medieval times dinners and, <laughs> and are just starting to really get into Lord of the Rings and all the kinds of crazy stuff because we kind of got these mythological creatures. But uh, certainly a cool name. I think they did a good job with it. And uh, I'm excited to kind of see how this progresses and moves forward. It's always fun whenever a new name comes into play. And uh, just hearing fans' reactions, it's just uh, people hated the Golden Knights. 
And and now a couple of years later, looking at that name, I think I think it's the right name for that team. And I certainly think we'll we'll be saying the same thing about the Seattle name. All right, Joey. Speaking of fans' reactions, uh, BK uh, just dropped a bomb on me before we got into this segment that Mike Tyson is officially coming back, and his first fight is going to be against Roy Jones Jr. Now, my initial thought was, as good as Roy Jones Jr. is and as many fights as he's had even recently as to 2018, Mike Tyson's still going to knock his head off in the first round. I mean, what's your take on this? Mike, yeah, Mike Tyson, I mean, you watch, every kid should watch clips of Mike Tyson because now we're living in a day and age where a lot of teenagers and young kids who are kind of getting into the UFC, uh, Conor McGregor is certainly the guy, the name, right? That's who everyone kind of relates to uh, and certainly for the right reasons as well. But I think that it's important for kids and it's important for adults even to like, you know, reflect and go back in time. Watch how Mike Tyson fought. I mean, this guy was just, he was a street bully and he was a brawler. He just, he didn't care about defense. He just wanted to just whack you as hard as he could, as many times as he could. Uh, incredibly tough. Uh, again, he, he worked on his, uh, his footwork as his career progressed. And it's a great documentary that kind of covers that. But at the end of the day, he was just a tough, tough kid that could throw hard. And, and I, one, one, one quote I love about Mike Tyson, and it's a quote that uh, I think you can apply it anywhere in life. And I, I actually find myself reflecting on it all the time, uh, especially during a pandemic. Whenever things get tough, we've all heard it, you know, and, and it goes something along the lines of, you know, we all have a game plan uh, heading into the fight until you get popped in the nose. And I think that's so important, and it's a great, it's a great quote from a great athlete as Mike Tyson, because uh, that's so true. In life, we have plans. In sports, you have plans. When the game starts, you have a plan. But uh, plans do disrupt very quickly uh, as soon as you get popped in the mouth or as soon as you let up a goal again or your, your goalie gets caught you know, with his jock strap up in the corner and ends up in the back of your net or, or whatever. Momentum swings, life, a pandemic, bad things are going to happen, right? And, and it's all about how you adjust and improvise along those lines. So I think Mike Tyson's going to do very well. I'm actually excited to see him back in the ring. That's the quote that I reflect on, Joey, every time that I come in for a radio show. Every day I've got a plan, and then I show up, and Jamie Rivers is next to me, and it's like, oh, okay, so I just got punched in the face. So where do we adjust now? Where do, where do we go from here? I tell you, it's not, it's not a bad thing. And, uh, you know, I, I love Mike Tyson also in that, uh, what was that movie, The Hangover, when he plays yeah. that song, the drum beat. God, that was a good scene. So, Joey, uh, we are broadcasting live from the Centene Community Ice Center. The Blues had their scrimmage yesterday. Sammy Blay was the talk of the scrimmage with his hat trick. Uh, what is it about Sammy Blay's game, do you think, that translates potentially for this team in the postseason? You know, BK, that's a, that's a really, really good question. And, um, you know, for Sammy, I think that uh, he has taken his game to the next level for me and what I have observed. He's a big body. He works down low very well. But Sammy Blay has a completely new level to his game. And what I mean by that is, for a big body, he doesn't just stay in the corner. Sammy Blay, if you watch him, watch how he moves. When he comes into the offensive zone, he's not afraid. Uh, and, Jamie, you, you can relate to this. As a defenseman, you probably hated it. A big body, not afraid to cut into a scene and get to the guts, get to the middle of the ice. It takes, it takes a head, first of all. It takes a good set of hands because you're working in a very tight area, uh, and it takes some elusiveness, but it takes a big body to do it. And Sammy Blade does it probably better than I think any player on this team. 
he, he'll go down the wall or he's in the corner, but he kind of makes a quick little bam, just a little move, just enough just to get to the inside, and he takes it to the net hard. And when it's a big body like him taking it to the guts of the ice, it, it's just complete defensive zone breakdown, and, and it really disrupts teams greatly. So I think that that is something that Sammy Blay uh, does very well, and he's even doing better. And I think I was at the scrimmage yesterday there at Centene where you guys are broadcasting right now and, and watching him. It's amazing how much he creates. And he'll, it's not always going to score, but, again, it's just that disruption because hockey, you know, in the D zone, the defense, they want you to stay on the outside. That's the goal. Every defensive zone structure, keep these guys to the walls, keep them to the points, keep them to the outside. And Sandy Blay disrupts that every time because he'll get it and he'll make that little juke move, he'll get to the middle, and then it's just complete system breakdown. So I've noticed that in Sammy Blay's game, and I think that's something that's going to trend very very well for the Blues here coming up in the next month and a half. Yeah, Joey, that guy was Keith Kachuk for me back in the day. If he got to the inside on you, you were screwed. And look at that's back in the NHL where I could pretty much almost do anything I want and without even going to prison for doing it. (laughs) But nowadays, with the way the game has changed, having a guy like Sammy Blay, a big body that's able to get to the inside – there's really not much you can do about it. So, But I wanted to go in a little bit of a different direction here with Sammy Blay, staying on topic because I think it's, it's a great topic. But Robert Thomas now has been shifted to full-time center. And he is, as we know, a, a great skater, an electric-type hockey player. He sees the ice so well. Do you think because Sammy Blay's with Robert Thomas that Thomas's ability to get the puck to guys, specifically a guy like Sammy Blay, who – you and I know this. He was a scorer in junior. He was an offensive guy in the minors, took on a different role to make it to the NHL. Now it looks like he's going to be able to make that jump towards a little more offense again. But having a guy like Robert Thomas has to help him with that. Oh, big time. Big time, Jamie. And it's a really good point because when you shift Robert Thomas to the middle, I mean, his whole world kind of opens up in a very different way. And for a fan out there who asks, well, how is it much different? Uh, when you're on the wall, when he's playing the right wing, for example, I mean, he's kind of wedged up along that wall for better or worse uh, for the majority of the defensive zone and the majority of the neutral zone. When he's coming up the guys, he looks to his left and there's a lot of options, but then he looks to the right and there's just plexiglass and fans. I mean, there's really no many options to the right, so it's a simple thing. But when you shift to the middle, then all of a sudden his world open, opens up in a sense where he's looking to the left, he's got options. He's looking to the right, he's got options. I've loved him in the middle. I think he compliments Stanley Blay extremely well and one thing I will say about Robert Thomas after watching him last week we had him on our weekly show uh, this week in hockey with Alex Ferrario and Chris Kerber gonna plug that again Uh, we had him (laughs) on our show this past week and you know what I said to him I said you know you look bigger you look stronger your shot it's snappy and he basically said to us he goes guys I mean listen you know I went right from junior I turned pro with the blues so you know he wins the Memorial Cup short summer he joins the blues as a rookie uh, his rookie season turns into a Stanley Cup championship season, okay? Again, partying, short summer, head right into year two. These past four months for Robert Thomas have been probably the first four months, he said, probably in the last four years that he really could dedicate himself to his body, to his mind, to his nutrition, to lifting weights, to doing plyometrics, to getting bigger, to getting stronger, to getting quicker. Think about that. For four months he's been doing that, but he hasn't been allowed to do that for about the last four years considering he's always been playing so deep into June, and he's had very short off-seasons. The four months for Robert Thomas have done wonders for him. I'm telling you right now, I'm watching him on the ice. He looks thicker. He looks bigger. He is confident. He looks um, – confidence is oozing out of this kid. He's making plays left and right. His shot 
which I think was a little bit of, of a softer shot in his rookie year, it's coming on. It's getting better. It's like Vladimir Tarasenko-like. He kind of hides it a little bit. He kind of drags it in just enough where it kind of teases the goaltender a little bit. Um, there, if there's one player right now that I'm, I'm going to say this, just I think he's really going to impress in this tournament or these playoffs coming up here, it's going to be number 18. Joey, I wanted to follow up on that because Jamie's been saying something similar and then hearing it from you, and you guys are, I mean, two of the people that I trust the most when it comes to Blues hockey because you're there all the time. You see these guys up close in person. You know what it takes to be those players on the ice. Is it too much to think that Robert Thomas could maybe even get some playing time with a guy like Tarasenko at some point in this postseason to take advantage of the skills that he has? Well, BK, I know that's another fantastic question, and I think that absolutely you, you can look right at that. Uh, the, Blues have a, the Blues have a situation on their hands, and, and it's going to come. It's one of those things kind of off in the horizon, but eventually you're going to get to it. And that's going to be – I'm not going to call it a problem because it's certainly a good problem, but it is a problem in the center position where you look at Braden Shen, who is now lo- locked up long-term. You have Ryan O'Reilly, who's going to be here for a long time. Robert Thomas, he's going to be your future and your franchise, I believe. So you have three guys at the center position that are going to be here for a long time. Now, I think Robert Thomas is a one-two guy. I think he's ready to be a one-two guy probably in the next year. Uh, definitely in at least two years, he will be at least a second-line center on this team. Uh, so you look at Ryan O'Reilly then and Braden Shen, and what does that look like? You know, um, Schwartz's contract's coming up relatively quickly. Braden Shen has played the wing. Uh, he's not a big fan of it. Um, he likes the center position for obvious reasons. It's a read and reaction, and that's the kind of player he is as far as Braden Shen goes. But he can play the wing. So you bring up an interesting point, and, I, you know, we'll see how these playoffs go. We'll see how next season goes. But at some point, it would not surprise you, BK, and, again, it's a good point, if you see Braden Shen on the wing with Vladimir Tarasenko and Robert Thomas sliding up through the middle. Because, again, there are – a lot of minutes to be eaten up for this young kid, and he's deserving of them. So uh, we will see how this all evolves. It's only a good point because I stole it from Jamie. I'll give him <laughs> his, his credit where it's due. But, Joe, we always appreciate the time, my friend. You are the absolute best in the business. We look forward to talking to you each and every Thursday. We'll talk with you soon, man. Hey, this was fun today, guys. You guys threw some good questions out of me. You have your Wheaties this morning for breakfast or what? We got a free lunch here at Centene. It got us all fired up. That a guy, that a guy. All right, guys, have a great day at Centene there, and uh, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. I look forward to these chats every week.